Hello, hello. Welcome to Salenti and the Judge. And of course, we are so honored to have Judge Andrew Napolitano with us every week because there's nobody in America to say what you say with the authority and judicial background that you have. And last week when uh, you were on, you gave to me one of the most important messages that should be heard ringing around the country, and that is how do we defeat this tyranny that has robbed us of our freedom, of our Bill of Rights, of our constitutional rights? And you said taxation without representation, essentially, that the federal government has no right to tax us. And so what I'm saying to everyone tuning in is that Judge Andrew Napolitano not only talks about what's going on, but he gives solutions. And right now we're in a very, very precarious time in the terms of freedom of speech. In the judge's uh, latest article, Joe Rogan and the freedom of speech, you open it up by a quote by John Stuart Mill that goes back to, he was from 1806 to 1873, quote, if all mankind minus one were of one opinion, and only one person were of the contrary opinion, mankind would be no more justified in silencing that one person than he, if he had the power, would be justified in silencing mankind. And that's what's happened. We are being silenced in ways that are unimaginable. And, you know, we've been writing about this going on for a long, long time in the Trends Journal. And we have one article in this week's, and at the end of it, we listed all of the times that they have blackballed us. Media censorship trends escalate, 19 September 2018, on and on. Freedom of speech is under attack as online censorship increases. YouTube, no freedom of speech. Believe what we tell you. Another one, YouTube bans the science again. So Judge Napolitano, your article here, well, yes, everyone should read it, is, is really very important. You begin it by saying for two and a half centuries, the concept of free speech has bedeviled the United States. It has. And, Gerald, good morning. It's always a pleasure to be with you, as, as you know. Right, right, right. I'm drinking New Jersey well water. <laughs> uh, no matter what we're, what we're talking about, but the concept of free speech uh, has been troublesome throughout American history, and most of those troubles were caused by government trying to silence people. And the, the article lists a number of famous and infamous instances of that. Today, in the Joe Rogan case, uh, we see an effort to silence without the use of government. We see threats uh, and intimidation to silence him. Now, why do they want to silence Joe Rogan? Well, Joe Rogan, of course, does what you and I are doing now. He has a podcast. He's the king of the hill. He has the largest audience and the most viewers of anybody, and no, no one even comes close. Joe Rogan also believes in personal liberty, as do you and I and as do the good folks watching and listening to us now. 
And in pursuit of personal liberty, he believes in the clash of ideas. So a few weeks ago, he interviewed two physicians who attacked big government, big pharma, big medicine, and presented scientifically based alternate ideas about uh, wearing masks and social distancing. And the left went crazy. Now, why did the left go crazy? Because the left doesn't believe in freedom of choice, except when it comes to killing babies in the mother's womb. The left believes in a, in a militant orthodoxy where the government tells you how to live. The left couldn't care less what Rogan's political views are. They don't like the way he uses his freedom because the left fears freedom because that will challenge their orthodoxy and challenge their authority. We see that going on in Ottawa, Canada, as we speak. You and I will talk about that a little later. Our audience might be surprised or they might not be because the audience is pretty smart as to who's behind the efforts to destabilize those, uh, those wonderful truckers, uh, who's behind the efforts to destabilize uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan can say whatever the hell he wants, consistent with the platform to which he's licensed his program called Spotify. The problem will come when the left's ability to silence people like you and me doesn't work, and then they will try and use their friends in the government to silence us. And the article is a warning against that. Or else <clears throat> they may even try to kill us. Well, they might, uh, because you, you know that whoever is in power is not going to give it up easily. And if they view freedom of speech as a threat to their power, they'll just cut a hole in their copy of the Constitution where the First Amendment is supposed to be and do and do whatever they want. They've already cut a hole in the copy of the Constitution where the Fourth Amendment is supposed to be because they spy on all of us all the time. You and I talk about that uh, almost every uh, Wednesday. Uh, but the efforts to silence Rogan are reprehensible. So let's say the efforts to silence Rogan or silence Salenti or Napolitano are privately orchestrated. Now let's say that the government doesn't like what we say, and so the government asks Spotify, Facebook, Google, dial those guys back. Can the government do that? Can private entity do the government's bidding to disguise the government's involvement in this? If they do, then the private entity has violated the First Amendment, even though the First Amendment only regulates the government when some private entity bows down to the government and does the government's bidding, the First Amendment regulates them as well. Well, but the, but the private, they're all one club. They are one club. I'm you sorry know. to say that. They are one club, and they act as one, uh, as one club. You know, John Rappaport wrote this article about how they were talking about the Canadian... Uh, I mean, think of the name that they gave it. Huh. Freedom Convoy. Why, how dare you? How dare you? Right. How dare you? I'm the, I'm the head. I'm little uh, Justin Trudeau, the little arrogant little boy who went into isolation because he's a coward and won't even talk with the leaders of the movement who don't want to take a vaccination. Take whatever you want, but don't tell me. Why? What do you mean, don't tell me? Don't you know who I am? I'm a daddy's boy. I'd be nobody if daddy wasn't Pierre Trudeau. I was just a little actor. But now I'll tell you what to do. Freedom Convoy. 
Going back to John Rappaport's article, he goes and shows how big tech, CIA, how everything is all connected, and they refuse GoFundMe to give, if you and I or anybody donated to the Freedom Convoy, no, we're not giving you that money. So you're not talking about, you're not talking about peanuts. You're talking about $9.2 million that was donated to provide food and and places to sleep and sanitary provisions uh, for these truckers who are the salt of the earth in in your opinion and and mine. And GoFundMe was uh, pressured by the establishment to seize that money and to return it to the donors. Now under GoFundMe's regulations, they can do that. But what they're doing is reprehensible because they're putting their thumb on the scale to make Pierre Trudeau, uh, or I called him my father's name, Justin uh, Trudeau, more powerful. Guess what? This is going to be the end of Justin Trudeau. What, what, what he and the establishment are doing in Canada are so reckless and so unpopular. This is his last stand, which is why he's behaving so, uh, so erratically. But again, you look at the tie, though, again, as, as Rappaport points out, it's one big club. Yes. They're all connected. Yes, it is. So, so there's no freedom anymore. We've been robbed. So if, if the government indirectly, and Rappaport argues that this has happened because the CIA is the government, if the government indirectly pressured GoFundMe to return that money, then that is making GoFundMe an agent of the government. And then GoFundMe is discriminating against speech on the basis of its content, because they don't like the speech. And the government can't do that, and therefore GoFundMe can't do that. And somebody has an enormous lawsuit on their hands, if it ever gets there. But, you know, it's the middle of winter, and it's Canada. And the truckers need to eat and sleep. And, and take care of their uh, bodies. They're not going to give in. No. Uh, there'll be ways no. to get food and supplies no, these and, are men. And, and necessities to them. Go fund me and the government be damned. You know, and, and going back to your, what you wrote about your article about how they're going after Joe Rogan, and you look at the people that are going after him, <coughs> excuse me, like Neil Young. This is the little boy that wrote Rockin' in the Free World, right? And then he comes out against Rogan, and, and they can't have Joe Rogan or Young, he wrote, to Spotify. He goes on to say, they go, we have a big article in, the world, in the, this current edition of the Trends Journal. While, <laughs> while we always value alternate points of view, knowingly spreading disinformation during this pandemic has deadly consequences Crosby, Stills, and Nash said in a statement, until real action is taken to show that a concern for humanity must be balanced with commerce, we don't want our music or the music we made together to be on the same platform. Once upon a time, Judge, not too long ago, artists were creative, free thinkers, and they challenged and protested nearly everything the government said and imposed upon them. But now these little guys that have lost their fighting spirit, they become little corporate hacks and little gutless boys 
that they are now saying, oh no, I could sing about anything I want to sing about, but you have no right to think for yourself. That shows you, look, as you well know, there was a thing called the Renaissance. Yeah, the Renaissance, when art was the way of finding the true meaning of the human spirit. This is so important because as we're talking about our loss of freedom and creativity, you look at who the quote, artists are now these are not artists well they're they're becoming political hacks because the government and big pharma and big medicine have created such a an aura of fear among the public that the very challenging of that orthodoxy is subject to being silenced that's really never happened. Uh, well, it has happened in American history. I, I point out a couple of instances of it that was usually connected in wartime. But th this is the danger of the government's use of fear to, uh, to control uh, the populace, that anybody who dissents is considered harmful and their, their speech is considered harmful. Is there a right not to be offended? Of course not. <laughs> but there's a right to think as you wish and say what you think and say it to whomever wants to listen. Those are absolute natural rights that can't be interfered with by the government and they can't be interfered with by the mob. You know, these uh, people that want to silence Joe Rogan are really crazy. Yeah. Because the political winds could blow the other way someday. And the same arguments used to silence Joe today could be used to silence them tomorrow. Nobody should be silenced in a free society. The, the test of an idea is its ability to gain credence in the open market of ideas. And I mean, you think about who's saying it, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Okay, man, you know how to play guitar. Take it easy on the scientific facts. You don't right. know crap about it, Junior. <laughs> All of you, oh yeah, uh, 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 Joni Mitchell, all of them. You don't know crap about the facts. And I know about the facts. I write about them every day. Oh, by the way, you know what the latest fact? Buried in a story in the New York Times last week. You ready for this? The death rate of unvaccinated between the ages of 18 and 49 years old 0.9%. Mm. 0.9%. What is that? At a population, your chances of dying are what? 0.009% of dying? It, it's, uh, it, it's such a small number that... It doesn't count. Even, even our buddy Fauci would say it's statistically insignificant. I don't want to quote uh, Fauci because the devil can quote scripture to suit his purposes. Uh, but, but the point is, they don't want to hear that. No, I they mean, don't what know. These, what they're, these arrogant, doctors, they're arrogant little people. What these doctors told uh, Rogan was such a profound, in-your-face, upfront challenge to Dr. Fauci and big pharma and big government that those in power just couldn't tolerate it because they fear... It will liberate people. And that's the last thing the left wants is liberation. The left wants egalitarianism. The left wants everybody to be equal. The left doesn't want you to rise and fall on the basis of your thoughts and your ideas and your work <laughs> ethic and your, and your talent. Perfectly said.
And the other one is what you mentioned. The other ones that really want to silence him are the drug lords because Pfizer expects $54 billion in 2022 sales of COVID vaccine and treatment pill. Oh, this is only, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is from CNBC. And that guy talking about, you know, I want this is important. They go after everybody that they don't like what they have to say about it and call them names. This guy Barola, who's the, the, the drug lord, the head of the, the drug dealers here, he made 20, uh, $20 million in 2020. Mm. And he goes on to say, November, 20, November 9th of last year, People who spread misinformation on COVID-19 vaccines, you ready? You know what we are? What it's not called? misinformation, criminals. Uh. He calls us criminals. And, and you know what? He says we've cost, quote, millions of lives. Speaking at the Washington, D.C.-based think tank, think tank, how about stink tank, Atlantic Council, bought off and paid for by the mobs in charge, Barola said, quote, there is a very small group of people that purposely circulate misinformation on the shots. Those people are criminals. Well, there's the opening salvo to criminalize speech. If you dare use speech that challenges big government, big pharma, and big medicine, you're a criminal, and therefore you can be prosecuted. That, that's the leftist dream. This that, isn't would, a, that, that would this, put you and me in the crosshairs of a grand jury along with Joe Rogan and many, many others. This is bigger than leftist. This is a guy, this is about money. It's about money. That's the bottom line here. Again, you ready for this? CVS fourth quarter earnings top expectations as COVID vac sales lift overall store sales. This isn't about political left or right. This is about the bottom line. This guy, to me, Judge, he, Barola, should be brought up on charges for calling people like myself and others who are saying that, look, you want to take the vaccine? Fine. But here, Barola, you shot off your fat mouth and sold this vaccine going back to November and December of 2020 as having a 95% efficacy rate. And two shots would do you. Oh, now, and when you made this statement, by the way, Barola, about people being criminals, Barola, you made it in Israel, where the Israeli health ministry now says your vaccine has a 39% and efficacy you need a, rate. And you need a fourth shot. And you need a fourth shot. Wow. This man should be brought up on charges well, for charge, calling people like would, us criminals. The charge would be fraud, a material misrepresentation with people who relied on it to their detriment. What kind of a vaccine requires four vaccines in a year? That's because it's not a vaccine. Listen, that, I'm a, a lawyer and a legal scholar. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. But a vaccine gives you a small dose of the of the disease, and then your body builds up the uh, immunity, and you have the antibodies, and you're safe. 
That was polio, and that was measles, and that was mumps, and that was chickenpox. This is not a vaccine. It's this not a vaccine. A, this is a palliative that gives people a false sense of security. Yeah, a gene therapy inoculation, the first one ever injected into the human body. An operation warp speed. So to me, you got to, you know, you want to take an operation warp speed gene therapy inoculation, knock yourself out. Gerald, but don't you dare tell next, me what I have to do. It's an experiment. And the United States of America is a signatory to the Nuremberg Protocols, which is a treaty made after World War II. All the Western countries signed on to this, prohibiting the government from forcing chemical experiments on you. <laughs> You have the right. You, you want a vaccine? Take it. I've yeah. been vaccinated. Yeah. You want to wear the mask? Man, wear it. As not, you know, I yet. wear it so that we can get to the restaurants we want to go to, although that's going to change in two weeks, thanks be to God. But these have to be individual choices, not government compulsion. Again, you know, this to me is terrible. This guy's quote again, Barola. They very well, they know very well everything. They just make it a way of living to circulate this misinformation, they are criminals. Mm. He's calling us criminals. He should be brought up on charges against this. Won't happen because he's part of the club of big pharma, big government, big medicine, and now we know the CIA. Yep. And again, I don't call them big pharma. I call them drug dealers. Right, right. I'm, I'm being a little too charitable. Yeah, because <laughs> drug dealers will do anything. Again, the dad is right here. Pfizer expects $54 billion in 2022 sales of COVID vaccines and treatment pills. And they send a lie out, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, these shots are free. <laughs> They're not free. You're stealing our tax money. Right. Oh, 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 judge, one more thing. Pfizer gave Biden one million dollars to celebrate his inauguration uh, i forgot about that yeah i forgot about that oh and oh way, and, and who's on the pfizer board of directors oh that guy uh what was his scott gottlieb that used to be on the head of the food and drug administration right is now on the board of directors of pfizer it's all it's all part of a club and yep. it's not our tax dollars because the government doesn't have our tax dollars anymore it's money they borrowed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Judge, thank you so much for being on. Okay. Everyone, please do what you can to spread the word of freedom, peace, and justice. And what Judge Andrew Napolitano is giving us, there's nobody says what you say with the authority and judicial background that you have. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And everybody, please do what you can to support the truth. Thank, thank you, you and we'll see you next week.